For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0.
Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 That's 800 747 Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Thursday, the 13th of July. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast, presented as always by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Title sponsor of everything, Zaslow Show 2.0. Of course, that includes my pro wrestling show every weekend. It's still real to me. 
Looking forward to this coming episode this weekend, so hope you guys are catching that and keeping up to speed with all your pro wrestling action. But today, and everything and everything Saslo Show 2.0, like I said, presented by Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. We're going to do a bunch of NBA here today. Damian Lillard, the Marlins are back in action tomorrow. Second half of the season, all-star break tomorrow in Baltimore for a weekend series. So we got the Marlins who are finally going to get back at it. We had the ESPYs last night. Black Wednesday, that's what last night's referred to very often because it's the it's like the one night of the year where you got none of the major sports. But we did have a soccer match last night. So last, and I totally forgot about this. Homeboy reminded me on, on Instagram. You know, I'm an influencer on Instagram, but that doesn't mean that I know everything. And so I, I forget his name. Otherwise, I would give him, give him you know, the, the props here. But Homeboy sent me a message, Zaslow, 7.30 tonight, U.S. Panama, Gold Cup, CONCACAF, semifinal. I'm like, oh shit, good looking out. So of course, coming off of the last game, the win against Canada, where the U.S., crazy game, and the U.S. wins that in penalties. So we did have something to watch last night. I watched a little bit of pro wrestling. We had A.W. Dine, watched a little bit, like an hour. I'll watch the rest today. I don't know what the rest of my day holds. I can't tell the future. I'll watch the rest of it today. But last night, we were dialed in on the soccer. I thought the game was pretty great. And it goes to it goes to extra time. You get Panama scoring in the second half of extra time. And then just like... And by the way, Panama had two goals called back from offside in, regu- in, in regular time. And just like a few nights before that against Canada, U.S. goes down in extra time and scores to tie it to go into penalties. And this time around, Matt Turner's Matt Turner saved one penalty. They ended up going six rounds. Matt Turner saved one penalty. It wasn't enough. The goalkeeper for Panama he sailed saved two penalties, and the U.S. a shocker. They want now. Grant, I mean, it's it's not our best team that we send out there. But still, a shocker. So the U.S. loses. It was nil-nil in regulation time. And Panama wins 5-4 in penalties and six rounds of penalties. So, disappointing finish there. Still, I enjoyed the game. Thought it was a great game. Gave us something to watch last night. Timing is perfect because I'm not watching the ESPYs. And now you got the final of the CONCACAF Gold Cup. Panama and Mexico. Mexico beat Jamaica 3-0. So there you go. And we're all kind of robbed of the game that you wanted. You wanted U.S. and Mexico. It's a big rivalry. That was the game you wanted in the Gold Cup, uh, you know, finale championship game. But anyway, wasn't meant to be. And Christian Yedlin, by the way, in Miami, he got a lot of run there in the second half last night. But anyway, so that's, that. excuse me, that's what we did last night. We watched a lot of soccer. I actually kicked back a few Johnnies last night. Johnny Cube, everybody knows, is the official beer of Zazlo Show 2.0. Kicked back a couple Johnnies while I watched the soccer match last night, and away we go. So tomorrow we get back to the baseball, and we're back on we're back on watching the Marlins every night because they're playing meaningful baseball. That nice crowds. I don't know when the next homestand is for the Marlins. Let me check out. Like I said, tomorrow when they get going again, they're in Baltimore, all right? So a little bit of American League, a little bit of interleague play there. 
Let's see what we got here. Then they're in St. Louis after Baltimore, and then they come back home just for a quick... So the rest of the month shakes out like this in the Marlins. Then they come back home next weekend. They have Colorado, and that's it. Just one short little series. And then they have that weird two-game series that they do in Tampa in the middle of the following week. And then they're back home to close out this month with Detroit, excuse me, and a four-game series with Philadelphia. So that's the way the rest of the month here shakes out. But starting tomorrow, couple road series, three in Baltimore, three in St. Louis, and the Marlins looking to stay atop that wild card chase. So it's awesome that going into August, we, we got the Marlins that are going to wind. Now, I shouldn't even say going into August. We're, we're still mid, we're not even technically mid-July yet, so I shouldn't say that. But the fact that we're going into the second half of the baseball season, and the Marlins every single night are playing meaningful games. Awesome. So, it's not just about trying to bide our time, waiting for football season, waiting for the Dolphins. No, you got you got meaningful games going on. So, hopefully when the team is back in town next weekend, like I said there against Colorado, continue the really good showings. We're getting about 20,000 some of these games. Not all of them. I mean, you go back to one of the games a, a couple weeks ago, you know, you had 9,000. So, it's not all of them, but... This team, they're starting to deserve a little bit of attention. And you know what will give a, a real kick in the ass to the fans to wind up getting out there at the end of this month? When we approach the trade deadline, Bruce Sherman, open your wallet. Let's make a move here. I'm not talking about going out there and trade for Shohei Otani. I don't think the Angels are going to wind up doing that anyway. I think they should. I don't think they have the guts to do it. <laughs> I think they're just going to wind up losing them for nothing. But the Marlins, go out there and make a move. Can you get a big bat? That that winds up... There are plenty of fans out there. And I had this attitude as well. Until now, I've been, I've been a lot more dialed in on the Marlins over the last month. Really since the Panthers and the Heat finished. And I love the Marlins. I've been out on the Marlins for a couple of years. I mean, Jeter, it sucked the life out of you. I've been back in on the Marlins over the last month. And I like what I see. They're a fun team. So, I do understand though... There are plenty of fans, and it's okay to feel this way. You're not ready to buy in until the owner, let's let's make a move here. Show me something. Spend a little bit of money. Let the fans know, hey, you know what? We think we're in this thing. We're going to make a move. It's okay if you have that attitude. Perfectly understandable. For me, though, I think this team's a lot of fun regardless. So I'm in on it. They're back in action tomorrow. Okay, enough on the Marlins. So let's dive right into it. Heat, Damian Lillard stuff, no real update here, but I, there's a few things here, a few media personalities, ESPN personalities, who have mentioned a few things over the last, you know, 24, 36 hours, given some thoughts out there about the Lillard Heat situation that I would like to respond to. So, the first one is Ramona Shelburne. Ramona Shelburne, ESPN reporter, she's very good, yesterday on... I guess on on NBA Today, right? And Ramona Shelburne said that a few GMs around the league have told her in regards, you know, Joe Cronin, I think at the beginning of the week, it was Monday or Tuesday, and he said, this could take months. We're, we're, We're okay with waiting months for this to happen. Okay, which I already gave you my stance on that. If you think it's best for your team, like the Blazers need to move on. And I don't mean the Blazers need to move on because it's like, just accept Miami's offer, whatever it is. That's not what even what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is, you're going to wind up creating this 
toxic work environment if you don't move on. Meaning, you can't bring Damian Lillard to training camp. You can't bring... If you're trying to rebuild, and they're in a really good spot to rebuild. They, they really are. They have the foundation. And this trade with Miami will help the rebuild. But if you're actually trying to rebuild, A, you can't do it with Lillard. B, you can't do it with Lillard, who essentially has been vocal about wanting out. Every single day in training camp, Lillard's going to be asked about it. The teammates are going to be asked about it. The coach is going to be asked about it. And it's going to be a toxic work environment. Hey, you could say the same thing about Miami with Tyler Hero. We know Tyler Hero's upset, and this is kind of an unfair situation for Tyler, but it is what it is. I mean, this is the business side of things, where the Heat need to get a deal done before training camp, because Tyler's going to be asked about it every day. The teammates are going to be asked about it. Eric Spolster's going to be asked about it. And essentially, not only are you going to have an unhappy Lillard in training camp, you're going to have an unhappy Tyler Hero who is with a team, see, at least with Lillard, his team technically would still want him. Tyler Hero, while the reality is his team would technically still want him, he is totally, it's totally understandable for Tyler Hero to show up at training camp for the Heat with the attitude of, these guys don't even want me here. And that's going to create a toxic work environment. So, both teams really need to do something. The idea that Joe Cronin, they'll wait months and months, bullshit. Bullshit. And it reminds me from a Heat perspective, this happened, I guess, four uh no, not even four years ago. Five years ago. This was five years ago, going into the 2019 season. So it was the year before Jimmy Butler was traded here. Going into the 20... So in 2018, the 2018-19 season where... Jimmy was with the Wolves, and going into that year, he ended up being traded to the Blaze, uh, Blazers, to the Sixers, of course. Think about Lillard, Blazers. He ended up being traded to the Sixers, but going into that year, we knew Jimmy wanted to end up in Miami. The Heat wanted Jimmy Butler, but the Wolves wanted not only Josh Richardson, but also Bam Adebayo. I talked about this last week. Remember Colin Coward asking Joy Taylor, what's a Bam? Uh, it's so stupid. And... After negotiating and negotiating and just seeing it get nowhere, Pat Riley called an end to the talks. All right, we're not doing it. This isn't happening. And Riley addressed the team specifically so that Josh Richardson can get past the whole we're trying to trade you thing. Josh back on the team, of course, which you guys know I'm very happy about. But trying to, you know, put down any thoughts that this trade's going to happen, which, of course... It didn't happen until the next year. But for that season, and going into that year, training camp, preseason games, and then the start of the regular season, Riley addressed the team and wanted to make sure Josh Richardson knew, this is not happening. We're moving on. So both teams are in a situation where it is going to be a toxic scenario if they, don't, if they get to training camp and they have not made this deal yet. Like, it's easy. You see this with CBA negotiations. You see this with, uh, w- with the trade deadline. Deadlines help get deals done. And while there's no real deadline here, there kind of is. And that's training camp, which 
we're still two months away. So if that's the we're willing to wait months comment that Joe Crone is making, okay, but you can't go into training camp with these guys still on the teams. You cannot do that. Anyway, so Ramona Shelburne mentions here how GMs have told her, quote, we may be looking at another Ben Simmons situation. Bullshit. That, like, that comment to me, I don't, even under, I don't even understand that comment. That comment meaning Damian Lillard is going to show up to training camp unhappy, not willing to participate, shows up in sweats. He's got a cell phone hanging out of his sweats pocket while he's being forced to do drills. That's, that's what you think we have going on? Or, or maybe he's just going to sit out. He's going to go home and Lillard's going to sit out. Like, Lillard, Lillard's requested a trade, but there's no animosity with the organization other than we'd like this deal to get done. Personality-wise, that's a Ben Simmons thing. When have we ever seen what Ben Simmons is doing now, what he's going through, and what he did in his final days in Philadelphia, when have we ever seen such toxic behavior, such unprofessionalism? When, when have we seen that? So to compare that, we may be looking at another Ben Simmons situation, when that really seems like you have a player in Ben Simmons who is just an asshole and doesn't care about basketball. He doesn't care about basketball. That's so obvious at this point. To compare that guy to Damian Lillard? who by all accounts, I mean, has been a pillar of professionalism. That's why, and I told you I had this conversation via text, I told you a few days ago, with my pal Justin Termini from SiriusXM NBA Radio. I know you guys hate him. And and he asked me how I feel about all this stuff with, with Lillard. I said, well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm super hypocritical because I hate this kind of... Be- I, hate, I hate the trade demands under contract... Narrowing it down to just one team, I I don't agree with it at all. I I don't like I, I don't condone it. But I'm a hypocrite because it's gonna benefit my team and I'm okay with it. It's okay. See, it's okay sometimes to be a hypocrite when you admit that you're a hypocrite, and I'm admitting that I'm a hypocrite in this spot. So I can admit that. But at the same time, <laughs> you know, to compare the Lillard situation with Ben Simmons, I'm sorry. Ben Simmons is one of a kind. Lillard, I'm going to wind up being okay with what he's doing because by all accounts, great dude. So yeah, I don't like the way he's going about it. I'm okay with it because it's the Miami Heat and I'm going to be able to look past it once he gets here because he's a great dude. And I have no problem supporting a guy like that. See, I wouldn't want a guy like Ben Simmons on my team. I wouldn't want to support Ben Simmons. I wouldn't want Ben... I don't want to cheer for Ben Simmons. I don't think anyone has a problem cheering for Damian Lillard. Really seems to be one of the best dudes in the league. I'm not talking about his actual play. I'm just talking about being a good dude. And those guys are easy to cheer for. So anyway... There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring... You need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. 
They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The whole we may be looking at another Ben Simmons situation, that just feels like something salacious to say. That's bullshit. Now, that's, that was Ramona Shelburne yesterday on NBA Today. Next up, Bill Simmons on his podcast on The Ringer. That's right, Bill Simmons. What did Simmons have to say that's worth mentioning here? Well, first, if you guys are looking for new insurance on your home, Maybe you don't think you have the great coverage. Maybe you know you're not paying the best rates. Well, luckily for you, I'm telling you about the only insurance agency I use for my homeowner's insurance. I'm talking about Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. Yesterday, I recommended Brunt Insurance. Big Zaslow Show 2.0 fan Irene yesterday. I told her about Brunt Insurance. If she, I'm sure they're going to wind up taking care of her. If you need homeowner's insurance... You go to the place that I've been with for about 10 years now. Brunt Insurance gives me the most comprehensive coverage tailored exactly to the needs of my home, and I know I'm getting the best rates out there. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. And we're not just talking about homeowner's insurance. You need car insurance, motorcycle insurance, maybe need boater's insurance, maybe need life insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance, fully certified staff. They know whatever area here in Florida you're calling from. Number one rated insurance agency in Florida. Number five in the entire country. Number one in Florida. And that's because wherever you're calling from, from Pensacola all the way down to the Keys, they know your area. When it comes to home, renter, or condo insurance, there's so many options out there. You're not going to worry about that when you call Brunt Insurance. 954 589 2204 because they specialize in making the confusing crystal clear. Take it from your boy, Brunt Insurance, the only insurance agency you're going to need. 954-589-2204, bruntinsurance.com. So, Bill Simmons yesterday, I think it was yesterday, on his podcast on The Ringer. And I thought this was an interesting quote. So, here it is. And you know Bill Simmons and The Ringer especially. I mean, they are... From day one. And it's funny because I know Stephen A. Smith mentioned this. I think he mentioned when he was on with Bill Simmons how people have been begging Damian Lillard to ask out of Portland. I just, I hate that stuff. I already told you, I hate the asking out. You sign a contract. I hate the asking out. And I like when the player stays in the smaller market. You know, if Giannis wasn't going to come to the Heat, I hope he stays in Milwaukee. You know, so, and I've been pretty consistent about that. But... Stephen A. Smith made the point, I remember, where we've been asking for Damian Lillard to request a trade, and then when he finally does, we don't like where he's requesting. Yeah, come on. Which shows you, it's such a Miami thing. It doesn't have to do with Lillard asking out. It doesn't have to do with Lillard in the middle of a contract. It has to do with him wanting Miami. You know, the Miami fan can have a persecution complex. We know this. But it's so clear here. 
There's an agenda from all these analysts and all these reporters. It's not about Lillard wanting out. It's about Lillard wanting Miami. And if you're not willing to admit that, you got your head in the sand. Get your head out of your culo. That's, you, you, you got, let's be fair. Let's be fair. So anyway, Bill Simmons, quote, the Miami fans are the only ones that think their offer is a good offer. And now it's the whole, well, they owe it to Dame. Did you owe it to Dwayne Wade when you lowballed him and he went to the Bulls? Okay, there's a couple things that I want to say there. The first part where it's the Miami fans are the only ones that think their offer is a good offer. First of all, the reason that it's the Miami fans the only ones saying the offer is a good offer is because, like I just mentioned, there is a very anti-Miami bias out there. The Miami fans are the only ones who like the offer because no one else wants him to go to the Heat. So it doesn't have to do with Miami's offer. It has to do with Miami. That's number one. And the whole, well, they owe it to Dame. Did you owe it to Dwayne Wade when you lowballed him and he went to the Bulls? Now, yes. Yes, the Heat did lowball Dwayne Wade. Remember, they were off like two for 20, I think, after it going into uh, uh, 2017. And he ended up leaving and went to Chicago. They absolutely lowballed him. Now, let's back up for a second. Did you owe it to Dwayne Wade? When you lowballed him and he went to the Bulls. Yeah, fans said that. The fans absolutely said that. Fans said the Heat owe it to Dwayne Wade to pay him whatever he wants. The f- now, not all the fans, but absolutely. Miami fans were mad at Pat Riley. The fans absolutely, not unanimous. Not 100%, but the majority of the fans absolutely said you owed it or you owe it to Dwayne Wade. Okay, so let's not use revisionist history here. Bill Simmons just not informed in that spot then. The fans absolutely said that. Also, since that whole situation, which was frosty between Riley and Dwayne Wade, not the organization and Dwayne Wade, but Riley and Dwayne Wade, Riley has since expressed deep regret over that situation. So, two points now where Bill Simmons is off base. Number one, the fans did say that the organization owed it to Dwayne Wade to be loyal there. Two, Riley, and essentially, you know, speaking as a mouthpiece for the organization, if you want to say, admitted they were very wrong in the way that they handled that situation. And should have been more loyal to Dwayne Wade. And did owe it to Dwayne Wade. Now here's the kicker. The Miami Heat. Now what went down with Dwayne Wade went down the way it went down. But the Heat did not have. Nor did they ever have. Some type of agreement. With Dwayne Wade. There was never. Okay, you opt out of this, we're going to give you this later. Or, you do this, and we're going to do this. Or, if you eventually want this, we're going to give you this. There was never any... Now, maybe there should have been, but there wasn't. There was never any kind of agreement. The Blazers 
and Damian Lillard have come to an agreement. And it seems that the team is now being difficult on their end of said agreement. Damian Lillard and the Blazers met before the draft. That GM Joe Cronin talked about this. They understand where each side is, and they're going to they're gonna try to do this, and they're going to do this, and we're going to see where it goes. They had an agreement where Lillard is giving them a chance to make some moves in the draft and in free agency, and then he's going to evaluate. And if he wants to stay, he'll stay. And if he wants to leave, he's going to request a trade, and the Blazers are going to honor that request. They hadn't have an agreement. So, it's not apples to apples. So again, back to Bill Simmons saying, Miami fans are the only ones that think their offer is a good offer. And then, did you owe it to Dwayne Wade when you lowballed him and he went to the Bulls? Yep. Miami fans are the only ones saying it's a good offer because no one else wants him to go to Miami. B... Fans did say they owed it to Dwayne Wade. C, Riley admitted that it was wrong the way that he handled everything. And D, I'm I'm giving you four points here. And D, the Blazers have an agreement with Damian Lillard. The Miami Heat did not have any kind of agreement. Other than, this is your contract, we will pay you what your contract demands to Dwayne Wade. It's not the same scenario. All it is, is, like I said, media guy slash reporter, whatever, analyst, that that wants Lillard to ask for a trade because he deserves better, but not Miami. They don't deserve to have him. Not Miami. Believe me, if the Boston Celtics offered some kind of poo-poo platter for Damian Lillard, Bill Simmons would be out there telling you, how amazing the deal would be for the Blazers. You got to accept it. This is a great offer. The third thing that I want to get to here, David Griffin, New Orleans Pelicans general manager. So he had something interesting to say because he has been through this before. First, guys, if you've noticed that you may have a leak in your home, you don't even know for sure there might be a leak in your home. You got to take care of that immediately. Because then we're talking mold issues. We're talking serious damage to your roof, potentially. You got to call or text Water Cleanup of Florida. 954-900-8635. The only water restoration company I'm going to tell you about here is the best one. That's why they're on Zaslow Show 2.0. Water Cleanup of Florida. 954-900-8635. They're prepared to handle all types of... Of leak detection issues. And after the leak is located and repaired. Water cleanup of Florida is not even done yet. They're going to clean, dry, and fully restore the damaged areas. Fully licensed, certified, insured. Water cleanup of Florida provides that one-stop shopping. That all busy business owners and homeowners require. You don't need to bring in other contractors. They're handling the entire project from start to finish. Water cleanup of Florida serves the entire Tri-County area. Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach County. Check them out, WCUFL.com. You can also check out more than 80 five-star reviews on Google. Water cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Water cleanup of Florida, we clean up your schmutz. So, 
David Griffin is the current general manager of the New Orleans Pelicans. You may remember David Griffin kind of went through this with Anthony Davis, who requested a trade with years, I think he had one more year left on his contract, requested a trade, and requested a trade specifically to the Lakers. So David Griffin's a good guy to talk about this scenario with. Here's David Griffin. This is from, I believe, two days ago. Maybe it was yesterday. Sirius XM NBA Radio with Justin Termini and Amin Hassan. The best thing that can happen to you when you're in Joe Cronin's situation, and I know because I lived this, mm-hmm. is for the noise to be as loud and just the cacophony of voices that are involved to be as loud as possible. For Got people it. to make up as many things as possible. <laughs> I want people to invent as many different scenarios as they can and put them out into the universe because it gives you leverage. If there's actually a chance that you would trade him somewhere other than Miami, you get a much better deal. And we were blessed that the deal we made with L.A. in large part was fueled by all of the noise around other teams. Boston is one of them that was out there as a potential landing spot, and it gave us leverage that we probably didn't deserve. And I think in this situation, they're going to need to create a landing spot that's not just Miami because it could be difficult to make that. Yeah, I heard Philadelphia's interested. I heard you're interested. I heard a bunch of other teams are interested. We'll throw that out there. This just in, 29 teams would (laughs) like to have Damian Lillard. Actually, that's incorrect. incorrect. 30 teams. Because Portland would still like to have him back. All right, so here's the thing, though. And David Griffin's a good guy to talk to about this because he's got the experience in a very similar situation. By the way, NBA Radio, Sirius XM NBA Radio. You know I love those guys. Scowing and I sold in the morning. I love that show. I listen every day. Termini's my guy in the afternoons. I I love Sirius XM NBA Radio. The program, it's so good. They, and they had um, amazing guests the last few days out there at Summer League, including yeah, you, you had Mark Cuban on with Termini and Isola, Rich Paul on with Termini and Isola. Really good stuff. You can go back and check all that stuff out. But David Griffin, it's interesting because he says, you know, the deal we made with L.A. was fueled by all the noise around other teams, and it gave us leverage that we probably didn't deserve. So he says, waiting, holding out, that more noise, more noise, more noise, and you could wind up extracting more from the Lakers and Rob Palinka, which he believes is what ended up happening. I would say this. Miami's too smart for that. Rob Palinka, like, was he in his first year as GM with the Lakers? Rob Polinka does not and did not at the time have the experience remotely close to what Portland is dealing with with Miami. Miami's not going to be bullied or Miami's not going to hit the panic button based on other stuff they hear, all the noise. That stuff's not going to phase the Heat. You see, the Heat missed out. Look, the Heat could have had... Bradley Beal, 1,000%. But the Heat put a specific value on the player. This is our offer. We'd like you to take it, but we're we're not going to overpay. Just like they they let guys like Max Struess leave. They let guys like Gabe Vincent leave. They could have kept them. They're not going to overpay what they believe the value is. And they're certainly not going to panic. And they're not going to overpay what they believe the value is for Lillard. While that means bidding against themselves. That's not going to happen. So, it's a good perspective, I believe, from David Griffin. But, you're dealing with a front office that's too professional in Miami. 
and too savvy to get spooked by the noise that's out there and all that stuff. It's it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So I I guess I would stop a little bit short of saying Miami has the leverage here, but I don't think Portland has any leverage, and I don't think they're going to gain any kind of leverage. The only danger there is, you know, Griffin is saying, wait, wait, only good things can come from waiting there. The part that I will say that could benefit, obviously benefit the Blazers and what David Griffin is also alluding to there, the only thing that could wind up screwing Miami is as time goes by and time goes by, Damian Lillard gets convinced by someone that you you would also enjoy playing for this team over here. And then you create a bidding war, and then maybe the Blazers send him somewhere else. That's the, that's the only danger, and it's a big danger, but that's the only danger here for Miami, is that the time that we're waiting here, it does wind up benefiting the Blazers, not because the Heat are going to up their offer, but because Lillard is convinced, you know what? I think I would like playing there too. So that's another option for you. That's the danger. That's the only danger that Miami faces right now by this deal continuing to take time. So I thought that was some good stuff there to react to as far as uh, other media personalities, analysts, that kind of deal. So a little bit off that Ramona Shelburne stuff with, you know, is this a Ben Simmons situation? Bill Simmons, who I think was just wrong about every point that he brought up there. And then David Griffin, which I I did think was good advice. But I just, I I I don't know that it necessarily applies to this situation. So the ESPYs were last night. I didn't watch any of the ESPYs. I don't care about the ESPYs. But I do do like, you know, some of the clips. I I like getting the cliff notes of the ESPYs. And I got to play you this clip from LeBron. Like, this is one of the cliff notes you had to see. So, LeBron was given, I forget the name of the award. Was it, is it a Bill Russell award? It may have been a Bill Russell award. You know, uh, best record-breaking performance. And it was when he, you know, hit the basket to surpass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time points scoring record. And LeBron gets the award. And... We were all really concerned, you know, is, is LeBron going to retire? That, that was, remember, at the end of the season, he made it sound like he's contemplating retirement because that's, that's a real thing. That's going to happen. Here's LeBron confirming all of our deepest and darkest fears. I don't care how many more points I score or what I can or cannot do on the floor. The real question for me is, can I play without cheating this game? The day I can't give the game everything on the floor is the day I'll be done. Lucky for you guys, that day is not today. (laughs) All right, there it is. I mean, we we all could sleep at night now. Our deepest and darkest fears that LeBron is going to be retiring. Uh, We we don't have to worry about it anymore. He's told right there told us it's not going anywhere so now now we don't have to worry i mean this it it, it was it's such it's such a transparent lebron move 
It keeps everybody talking about him, everybody thinking about him. There was never a smidge, an iota of a chance that he was retiring without some massive farewell tour. And I made the point. I made the point when he, when he talked about this at the end of his season where not only is he going to get a farewell tour, he's going to want multiple years of farewell tour, which is exactly what he just set up. Now you got everybody thinking he's confirmed he's coming back, which, by the way, luckily for us, I mean, you got you heard the crowd there. You got to clap it up. Luckily for all of us, luckily for you, that time hasn't come yet. That's thank you so much, King. Thank you, my King. Luckily for us, you're returning for at least another year. We're so lucky. Talk about having no self-awareness. My God. I mean, like we're we're servants of the King. Luckily for us, you're not going anywhere. My goodness. So anyway, he just set up, like I said, he's not just getting a farewell tour. He's getting a multi-year farewell tour, which starts now. This is the first of of at least a two-year farewell tour, probably just two years, but this is the first of a two-year farewell tour because now it's all in our heads. Is this the last time I'm going to get to see LeBron? He's already thinking about retirement. He put it in our heads, but he told us, I still got some left in the tank. So this is the first year of the two-year farewell tour. And then the second year, you think he's going to retire when Bronny James will finally be eligible to enter the NBA? Now, I don't know that Bronny James is an NBA player. And I know NBADraft.net right now has Bronny James being selected in the middle of the second round of the draft. And if you're being selected in the middle of the second round, and you're also LeBron James' son, you may be getting selected in the middle of the second round only because you are LeBron James' son. Because if he was really good, he'd be a first-round pick because he's LeBron James' son. So it kind of has the feel to it where he's getting selected, period, because he's LeBron James' son. So he's not a lock for an NBA player, but he will be eligible to be in the NBA in a year from now, and that will be LeBron's final year because he wants to <coughs> either play with him or I don't think the son wants to play with him. I wouldn't want to play with him. I wouldn't want my dad with me every day I'm at work my first year on the job. I, I, I don't know. If, like, that could be LeBron's dream. I don't know if that's Bronny's dream. But LeBron is going to play either with or at least in the league Bronny's first year in the NBA. And that's the final year of LeBron's two-year farewell tour, just like I called it. And last night, yeah, he confirmed that. That's exactly what we saw last night. But luckily for us, he's coming back. He's still, we're so lucky. We're just, can we just admit how lucky we are? We're, 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 we're so lucky. You got, everybody in the room's got to clap. We're, oh, thank you so much for all you give to us. Thank you so much. You're so generous to us, my king. You know what you're gonna you know what's gonna make you feel like a king? Riding around your brand new Subaru. That's right. The only car dealership I personally endorse, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. I send you to North Fort Lauderdale Subaru because you're gonna walk in the showroom doors. You're gonna be immediately greeted by a friendly member of their sales team, and they're gonna find out exactly what you're looking for and 
you're going to get the car that you and your family need. You're talking about a spacious SUV. You're talking about a sedan just for you to get to and from work. Whatever you're looking for, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru has the most reliable and the newest and widest selection of Subaru models on the market. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru has the perfect model for you. The North Fort Lauderdale Subaru Promise, listen to this, guaranteed most money for your trade, three-day exchange policy, out the door in 90 minutes or less after you say yes, 100% credit approval, lifetime vehicle warranty. I mean, what are we talking about here? You could shop right now from the comfort of your own home, nflsubaru.com, nflsubaru.com, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, conveniently located on North Andrews Avenue, just north of Cypress Creek Road, the building you know and the place to go, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. So I wanted to mention this here. I saw this story yesterday. Now, one of the, you know, one of the things that we've mentioned recently about the Heat not giving the contracts to Gabe Vincent to Max Struess is kind of learning your lesson from the past where you're You're overvaluing now those undrafted players. They're a great value when you're paying them the initial contract. But then when, you know, the Heat develop them, they price themselves out because you're not getting that value anymore. You saw that with, you know, maybe Max Struess and Gabe Vincent. You saw it with Tyler Johnson. And then there are other guys who they give the contract to and it just ends up not being worth it. They, they resurrected themselves. They made themselves into a different kind of player. Guys like James Johnson. And it just ends up not being worth it. And what's the other name that we hear in that scenario as well? Dion Waiters, right? That's the other one. And we know what Dion Waiters' final days were like here in Miami. You had the incident on the plane with the gummies. You had him uh, bad-mouthing the coach. You had terrible attitude over who was it was going to be starting over him that he was not happy about. Oh man, who was it? So going into 20, yeah, it was some young player who was going to be starting over. God, it's on the tip, I've tipped my tongue, I forget. Who was it going to be that was starting, that was going to start over him that he was going to have a problem with? Man, I, I feel so stupid. You guys are going to send me a message at Zaslow Show on Twitter and then I'm going to feel really stupid. And you had him claiming that he was sick. And then on Twitter or Instagram, he's posting pictures. He's at a party. Team suspended him three times his final season with the team before they traded him. I guess it was they traded him. He was in the deal to Memphis, I believe it was. And yeah, so anyway. And eventually was on that Laker team that he lost to in the bubble. That was the same year. So he's actually a champion. Champ Philly Cheese, right? He called himself. He didn't play at all. And I remember saying back then, he's going to be out of the league. No one's going to bring this guy on their team next year. He's unemployable. Just, I mean, the attitude and, uh, like, was acting like a total ingrate his final year with the Heat. Nobody ever believed in Dion Waiters. Hell, the the reason that the Heat were even able to get their hands on Dion Waiters that first year, remember, it was a minimum contract, and then they signed him to the big deal because he was so terrific that first year with the Heat in 2017. God, he was so much fun! And... The reason they were able to get him is because Oklahoma City, they did not, they they yanked the restricted tender, making him an unrestricted free agent after his rookie deal, after his rookie contract. That was 2016. He was selected in 2012. And for a player of his caliber, 
to not even get a restricted offer and to be an unrestricted free agent after his rookie contract shows you, like, eh, there's some character issues there. And we knew that. But he resurrected his reputation with the Heat, and then that final year became a total ingrate. So there's this story that came out where I think it was Chris Haynes who sat down, Bleacher Report, who sat down with Dion Waiters. And I tweeted it out yesterday, I retweeted it out yesterday. I really think the Heat fans should read it because, and he's been out of the league since 2020. He's been in the league for a few years now. Like, like you knew he would be. And he wants to make a comeback. And I really hope Dion Waiters gets a second chance. Or maybe it's a third chance, whatever. I hope Dion Waiters is a forward to come back. Because there was a lot of self-reflection, clearly, that has gone on. He went through depression. Uh, he was in a really dark place. He talks about spending time with his son and having to explain things to his son. The reasons why he's not in the league anymore. And super self-aware. Totally blaming himself. And, you know... It, it was about me. It was about my character. It was like, I totally did this to myself. It really seems like a lot of self-awareness from Dion, reflecting on what he lost. And we've, we've had terrible opinions of Dion the last few years because, like I said, he was a total ingrate on his way out that final year with the Heat. But I want to read you a little bit here. So Bleach Report asked him, one of the questions is, is there one incident in particular that still bothers you in terms of not handling the situation the right way. He says, yes, that last year with the Miami Heat and just understanding what was going on in that situation, I was so irresponsible and so immature. I let the Heat down. They were good to me. I did not handle it well at all. The things that were going on were avoidable if I had just shut the hell up and let my agent handle a lot of that stuff. And if I did that, we wouldn't even be here today. I'd still be playing. Everything happens for a reason. I looked myself in the mirror already, bro. I read my rights, I read my wrongs, and now I just got to keep pushing, moving forward and living with the results. It goes on to say, if you could address everybody that helped you get to the league and those that helped you become successful, what would you tell them? He says, I apologize to the people I rubbed the wrong way. If I I humiliated anybody, including my family, I want to issue a public apology. There were so many people that looked up to me, my city, every organization I've been a part of, and the kids. I probably let a couple people down by not playing, because a lot of kids look up to me coming from where I come from. I got tired of being asked if I'm retired. The answer is no, because I can still play. And there's a bigger purpose now. So I apologize for everything that I've done, good or bad. But as a human being, I feel like I had to go through that stuff to learn who I really am. Uh, yeah, I, I, I especially like the whole, <coughs> you, you know, I was so irresponsible and immature. I let the heat down. They were good to me. Now, the whole thing is, is I thought, really self-reflective and really interesting. And I really hope Dion gets another chance. Could it come with the Heat? I mean, if they make a Damian Lillard trade, they're going to need some quality guys on, on, you know, minimum contracts. Could you get a Dion Waiters who is looking to make good? I, I don't know if the Heat are going to be willing to do that. I, I, I don't know. But wherever it is, I really hope Dion gets a second chance. It sounds to me like in this story that he totally gets it. And he's been completely humbled. And I really like what he had to say there about the Heat. <coughs> that he, I, I let the Heat down. They were good to me. Oh, you're damn right they were. They were the only ones who were good to you. The only ones. So I really hope Dion gets back in the league. 
and, and is able to right his situation. I really do. Hey, you know what? It, it, if Dion's having trouble sleeping, you know what I would t- You guys know what I would tell Dion. If he said, Zazzle, I'm having trouble sleeping. What do you think I could do about that? Like, yo, Sheets and Giggles, man. By the way, I'm meeting up with my boy, CEO of Sheets and Giggles. My man Colin's in town, meeting up with him tomorrow night. Looking forward to catching up with my guy Colin. He's waiting with bated breath for Damian Lillard to come down to South Florida. He's going to tell Damian Lillard, you got to get Sheets and Giggles. That's how you sleep better. You could become, I would tell Dion and Damian Lillard, you could become one of over 100,000 Americans that are sleeping on the best sheets out there, Sheets and Giggles. Naturally softer, cooler, more breathable sheets. Sheets and Giggles, hypoallergenic, zero static, much better for sensitive. You got that sensitive skin? So good for sensitive skin. And we're talking about the environment. It's friendly for the environment, sustainably made from the wood of eucalyptus trees. That's right. I got eucalyptus pillows. I got eucalyptus pillowcases, the fitted sheet, the comforter. I've already told you guys, it's my favorite comfort of all time. I sleep like a baby. I mean, you can ask my wife. I'm in such a deep sleep, and it's a huge reason is because of sheets and giggles. So if you see Dion or you see Damian Lillard, and they're complaining, oh, man, they're not getting good sleep, you got to tell them about sheets and giggles, baby. Sheetsgiggles.com. You'll never search anywhere else for how you're going to sleep for what kind of sheets you're going to need ever again. Sheetsgiggles.com. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. You guys know how we do it. Every day we make sure we get you caught up on any of the sound or any of the stories that we haven't been able to get to earlier in the show. And of course, if you're dealing with water, mold, or fire damage in your home, is that a big deal? Maybe it's not a big deal. I don't know. Water cleanup of Florida will tell you. 954-900-8635. Let water cleanup of Florida tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So, Ronda Rousey, Ariel Hawane reported that she is not considering a return to UFC. You know, you got UFC 300 that's coming up in not too long. Ronda Rousey, it's looking like SummerSlam next month is going to be her final date with WWE. Is that a coincidence with UFC 300 coming? That would be a huge payday for her. Ariel Hawani is saying she is not considering UFC return. I think this is not a big deal. I didn't think that there was any realistic chance that she was going to return to UFC, considering how the end of her UFC run went. She's a major sore loser, and to then get back in the octagon and probably lose again, she's a massive baby, massive sore loser. Never saw it as a realistic thing. Not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? Kyrie Irving. He has signed a a lucrative shoe deal with a Chinese shoe company called Anta. I have no idea who this company is. Obviously, he had a ton of jokes on Twitter yesterday. Are you going to buy the new Kyrie Anta-Semitics? That's a funny joke. But anyway, this right here, see, this is not a big deal to me because this only continues to confirm what I already knew, what a massive hypocrite Kyrie Irving is. He's a grifter. Kyrie Irving talks about human rights. He talks about all that kind of stuff. Yet, it's only about money for Kyrie Irving. We know all the human rights issues that go on in China. And it's not even just about the human rights issues that are going on in China. There's a major human rights issues going on in China pertaining to Muslims. And Kyrie Irving we know is Muslim, right? Yet, Kyrie Irving going out there... And getting involved in this major Chinese company, this major organization, 
because they're offering him the most money. They're offering him massive money for a shoe deal. It's just like it wasn't about Kyrie wanting to go play for the Lakers last year. He could have went and played for the Lakers. But instead, he wasn't willing to opt out of his $36 million with the Nets because it's about money. It's never about winning. It's not about these human rights either. It's not about these things that Kyrie says he stands for. It's always about the money with Kyrie. And that's okay. It's okay for it to be about the money. Except he's pulling a grift. He's a con man. It's only about money. Every decision he makes. And that'd be okay. Except that he tries to portray himself as something else. He's a grifter. Massive hypocrite. All right. Last night at the ESPYs, Pat McAfee. We like Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee was presenting for DeMar Hamlin to come up on the stage at the ESPYs and, and managed to take a deserving shot at Skip Bayless. At home, feared for the absolute worst. And Skip Bayless was like, get that dead body off the field. We got playoff implications on the line. He said it. The tweet's still up. Hashtag delete the tweet, Skip. Come on. But as we watched on, we saw something that we could have never expected. Denny Kellington and the Buffalo Bills training staff, the EMTs, the doctors at the hospital, the teammates, and the will to survive by DeMar Hamlin has him here tonight, here at all, and back playing football, running faster than he's ever run before. Absolute dog. I'm doing a big deal. That's a funny line. That's a good job there out of Pat McAfee. So let's keep things moving here. DeMar Hamlin then comes up, and DeMar Hamlin is actually presenting the uh, Pat Tillman Award, which goes to the Buffalo Bills training staff, very deserved. And DeMar Hamlin, you can hear the crowd here at the start, and and, and he's not talking. He is He's up there crying. He's very overwhelmed by the, the this emotional moment. Please welcome this year's recipient of the Pat Tillman Award for Service, the training staff of the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, that's a big deal. That's good stuff. Man. They saved his life. They saved his life. Tremendous job and happy that Tamar Hamlin's playing football. Like, he's good to go. He's okay. And he's going to be playing football again for the Buffalo Bills coming up this season. Excellent job out of everybody involved there. Finally, so Dwayne Wade, I think it's coming up next month where he is being inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame. Who's going to present him? Well, that news came out, and it's none other than Allen Iverson. That's a big deal. That's who Dwayne Wade looked up to when he was growing up. That's who he wore number three because, and I love Allen Iverson. I love whenever he's involved in this stuff post-career. I love seeing him. Everything he did for the game. Certain parts of the game that he changed. I love I love whenever I see Allen Iverson participating post-career with anything involved in the NBA. So it'll be really good to see Iverson up there. I think he's a great dude. And that's really cool that he's going to be presenting Dwayne Wade. That's a big deal. And that right there, courtesy of Water Cleanup of Florida. Let them tell you, 954-900-8635, if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Yes. All right. 
excellent job by everybody behind the scenes today who helped put together a great show. Appreciate all you guys listening. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Go with that. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.